and welcome we're back. back. Welcome back to Bash University Live. I guess we, we were froze up there a little bit, BTC? Yes, we were frozen in time. We were cryogenically frozen like Walt Disney's, talk, talking about <laughs> Disneyland. We was a bunch of Walt Disney's there for several minutes, and looks like we were mir miraculously thawed out. So let's see how this lasts. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Fantastic. Well, good, good, to, good to have you back. And, guys, you're tuned in. Uh, if you're just tuned in, we've got Taku Ito. With us tonight, the winner of the Waddington Bassmaster Elite Tournament. Uh, we're going to be talking about smallmouth fishing and anything else. Oh, my gosh, what a story, BTC. What an unbelievable story this guy has. Yes. Uh, about, you know, packing it up, coming over here, living his dream. And here he is. Oh, my gosh. At, at the pinnacle with a giant win. It's just, it's so amazing. And so here amazing. he is. <laughs> <laughs> smooth like butter look at this production value smooth like butter and without further ado Pete. man I, I i'm gonna roll right into uh the introduction i see him here uh we've had we've had all kinds of wi-fi issues on our end it looks like you wound up at a great place and and congratulations and welcome the champ Taku Ito, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, hello. I'm Taku. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sorry, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> There's a storm, storm coming, and the uh, house Wi-Fi is broken, and uh, I move in the house, and then no fix. Awesome. Well, I am super excited that you were able to take some time and come with us. I spoke to you at the Bassmaster Classic, mm -hmm. and we were talking about uh, all different types of uh, smallmouth tricks, and and uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. Here you go. And uh, next thing I know, you're holding up the blue trophy. How, mm -hmm. how does it feel? <clears throat> so very, very awesome feeling. And a very awesome week. Because so Bassmaster EDC is my dream, seven years old, eight years old. So I always so uh, watching the Bassmaster, and I won the Bassmaster EDC Central West River. It's so awesome. I I love it. So so looks like it's a dream. I cannot believe it now. It was it was awesome to see and, and congratulations again. From from seven or eight years old, you you started watching the Bassmasters. Uh, did mm -hmm. you have bass fishing close to you? Who taught Who taught you how to bass fish? Uh, oh, what, what, what do you mean? One more, please. Um, how did you learn to fish? Oh, okay, I got it. So I learned fishing the video game. Come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seven years old. So my father buying a Super Blockbuster 2 video game. And uh, I, I, every day I went to school and I go back house and I play the game, bus game. So uh, seven years old, but I know the large mouse bass, small mouse bass, crappie, uh, pike, 
as many kind of US fish. In Japan, there's no crappy, no pike, but seven years old taku, I know crappy, perch, pike, many kind of fish. So, and uh, Japan is a very, very rare largemouth bass. So I, I love fishing the carp, seven years old, eight years old. I always, I fish in the carp fishing, so I learned to fishing. You you fish in a in 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 a cup? Is that a tournament? No, no, just a farm fishing. So but, so Taku, were, when you, when you were fishing for carp, what did 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 that translate at all into the smallmouth fishing, like the uh, <laughs> the finesse tactics, or was that just the first thing to pull back on the string? Mm -hmm. uh, so, but I, I learn uh, carp I fishing every day, so seven years old, eight years old, carp fishing, but 10 years old, my first time, first bass, first largemouth bass I caught, and uh, in Japan, it's a sh every, so many people fishing shore fishing, no boat fishing, so Shore fishing is a very, very tough finesse. So I learn shore fishing, the finesse, the right line, so action, the many kind of techniques I learn. And uh, so smallmouth, very, very so similar to shore fishing. So I learned how to catch so shore bass fishing and uh, I can get a small mouth very easy. So the the finesse well, fishing you... tactics that you that you brought in, they came from your 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 carp fishing experience and ultimately fishing from the bank. And was there a lot of people fishing from the bank? Did 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 the fish that you grew up learning, did they have a lot of pressure and and how did that how does that help you now fishing for pressured fish and light line finesse tactics? Yeah, absolutely, yes. So bank fishing, the many, so too much people in Japan bank fishing. So tough, so high pressure. So, and uh, very, very difficult to catch bass, but sometimes so similar to small mouth. Small mouth sometimes very tough, very nervous, no wind, no current very, very difficult, but so I learned Japanese traditional fishing, shore fishing, so I can get uh, easy to five pounder that central and river. Well, you, you came over here, what, you came over here, when, how old were you when you came over to the United States to, <laughs> oh. to pursue your dream? Yeah, so, I came to the U.S. three years ago. So three years ago, 2019, my first tournament is the Bassmaster Central Open. Yeah, so I fish in the four lakes, uh, Torito Bend, Smith Lake, and uh, Mississippi River, Lacrosse, and the Grand Lake, Oklahoma. So I qualify in the elite. So, and uh, 2020 is the first year the Bassmaster Elite. 
And uh, this year, the 2021, the second season, the Boston State League. Well, it's amazing that you were able to qualify for the elites, and mm -hmm. those aren't finesse fishing waters. Those are yeah. like dingy waters. But yet you figured out how to be successful finesse fishing. That's amazing. How, how, did, how were you able to finesse fish on bodies of water that are known for power fishing? Yeah, so because so my favorite fishing, the finesse fishing, because uh, so I'm no power. I'm no power, no muscle. <laughs> so I cannot punching, I cannot big bait. So because uh, so I'm so punching is a very, very tough. So hot, so my arm is a hot quickly. So I'm no <laughs> punching. So I always finesse fishing. So I, but sometimes so all lakes I try to finesse fishing. Sometimes so fix na finesse fishing, like a St. Lawrence River and the, so Texas Sabine River is a very, very good for me. So sometimes Lake Fork is good too. So <laughs> I get, uh, sometimes I get uh, easy to catch a big fish. Well, it's, uh, you used finesse fishing well. Um, here you go, St. Lawrence. Every time you go to a smallmouth fishery, Taku, every single time you're in the top in the tournament mm -hmm. and you you don't you've never fished for smallmouth over in japan but yeah, you yeah, have yeah. figured out you, you love smallmouth fishing mm -hmm. how, how did you so quickly become good at smallmouth fishing so so <laughs> very very so uh so in Japan, the almost all nothing small mass. Small mass is a highland lake. So in Japan, highland lake. But I live in okay. uh, I live in the near Tokyo. So I fish in large mass all, all year. So I'm no experience. I have I have so I haven't I have I don't have I cannot um, I have never entered in a smallmouth tournament in Japan. So my first time smallmouth tournament is the U.S. So because every time uh, I fish in a large mass in Japan, but smallmouth is a very, very similar in the Japanese shore bass fishing. So I fix smallmouth very, very easy. And so it's funny, <laughs> so... Uh, this year I can I can speak <laughs> smallmouth. So smallmouth speak the Japanese language. So I can speak the Japanese language. So I I, I can know so smallmouth what smallmouth what so what wanna eat what do you want eat I can't say so very very easy to catch so. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy, easy. So small mass, so taxi yeah. coming here, small mass coming here. That's easy for you. Small yeah. mass are not easy. They're very tricky. They can mm -hmm. be super tricky, but you figured out some amazing things. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one of the things, and, and I want to ask you about it is, um, and I saw you talk about it, is the, 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 the scent the mm -hmm. solution you you yeah. you have a scent 
that you use uh, to soak your baits in. Tell tell me about that. What yeah? What is that? Um, this this liquid into the liquid my bait. So always one month, two months, three months into the Japanese liquid. So Japanese liquid into the Japanese scent, Japanese flavor. So small mouth love Japanese scent. So but this liquid is a knowledge bite bass liquid, bite bass liquid. It's a very, very so love small mouth. So many people like uh, U.S. people like steak. Many U.S. people like steak. Yes. I like steak too. We love. I, I love steak. I love steak. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but sometimes many people want to eat a sushi, Japanese food. Sometimes so want to eat me too. So smallmouth too. Uh, every time U.S. food, smallmouth eat a U.S. bait. But small mouth sometimes want to eat a Japanese bait, I think. So very, very tough, no wind, no current, but my bait use easy to bite. I don't know why, but so easy. So I throw the bait and a five, five pounder, 10, five pounder coming over the bait and I oh eat. <laughs> I don't know why, but day four, only in a two and a half, two and a half, two hour half, 30 minutes, I fishing all five pounder, 26. So it's very, very, so good. Sometimes very good Japanese scent, Japanese materials. So very, very messy. I don't like touch, but Momas love this one. So I easy to limit and uh, I easy to catch five pounder, six pounder. That's so good. So I into the liquid, the many kind of bait, this bait and uh, this bait and uh, this bait, many kind of bait into the liquid and one month, two months, three months stay. So. In, so bait, in one month, two months, three months stay into the liquid. So scent is a, into the bait. Whoa. And uh, I, <laughs> I catch easy. So big small mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's amazing scent. Hey, is there a place that we can get that? that scent is can that had uh, if somebody wants to get that where where can they get that uh, i would i would like them for i'm fishing lake oneida bassmaster mm -hmm. next week and i would like some can you can you please stop by and and let me have some uh, so <laughs> yes yes so i want to get more so for this liquid i want to get more but so difficult to get in japan too so Norris uh -huh. by Bass Rakit is a very, very so famous. So I I I'm very hard to get me I, me too. So very, very hard, mm -hmm. but easy to bite. I I want more liquid. I want more liquid, but now 
this side, huh? But I need more. Yeah, I need more, but I don't have it. I need. It. What's it taste like? What? what? Uh, Man, what's in there? What's in there? So I have to never try it, but maybe na like a sushi, like a soba, maybe like a sushi, sushi scent, I think. Like eel roll. Uh, do you have any idea what's in there? Is it fish? Is it fish oil or is there secret ingredients that we're not allowed to know? What's uh, what's in there? So bite bath liquid is a shrimp, Japanese secret shrimp flavor. Uh -huh. Yeah, Japanese okay. secret shrimp flavor. So like the Roman easy, Roman easy to catch the MoMA. Little shrimp packet. So last year uh -huh. I tried this one. So three times top 10, easy to catch MoMA. So I will get, I will get more, more, more. So I, I, I get many, so this liquid and uh, into the base. So I will try this year. So first place I got. Taku, can you can you hold up some of those baits again that you have in there? Mm -hmm. The baits you have, sorry. Show them to us. It looks like he's using a, sh a shrimp was one of them, as well as like a Nico oh. worm. That's the yeah, shrimp. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Just a shrimp scent. Oh. There's the Nico worm. Yeah, Nico worm with the Nori's rattery. So hook set, nail weight set into the liquid. Yep. Yeah. So put everything in. Oh, everything. Weight. Yeah, weight <laughs> too. I always so set in a hook, set in a tube, and the weight all set into the liquid okay. and um, so my secret my secret so if i found a five pounder scoop so bait take off and a brand new into the liquid bait change and the cap so new new is a very very scent and many so liquid so easy to catch if I catch a five pounder, so into the liquid, bait into the liquid and the new one, I change the bait, oh. new one. Always new one is a very important because small mass, so nose is a very good. So, and uh, feeling, feeling, so taste, always so feeling taste is a very, very important. I think I always new bait thrown scoop, five pounder scoop. Yeah, well, the whenever I find a five-pound school, I throw a new bait on them too. Or I'd like to think I would yeah. if I ever found a school of five-pounders. A school <laughs> of five-pounders is not easy. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so tell me, tell me about, tell me about the place. Tell me about what, what would was it a point? Was it a break? Was it yeah. a grass bed? What, where are these fish located? So I fish in uh, Lake Ontario and uh, Shimo Bay, uh, Henderson Bay, between the point I fishing. And uh, okay. so last day, last day, the north wind, strong north wind. Shimo Bay, 
Lake Ontario. Henderson Bay, Lake Ontario. So maybe Shimo Bay and Henderson Bay, uh, female five pounder outside. And my, my point, all fish coming. So wow. I, I down the trolling motor, so I can see the 105 pound of school on under the water. So easy to catch five pounder, six what? pounder. So I don't need a time. So I can easy to catch five pounder. So sometimes nervous. So because I catch, catch, catch. So, but it's easy to, I use a this bait so I can get uh, easy. So. I, I, I called the old five pounder. You said you said they were female bass? Maybe female. Uh, so because the Shumo Bay, Henderson Bay, the spawning, spawning area, spawning spot. Maybe so north wind, all fish cost spawn female coming here. My 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 point. Yeah. Understood. So these were post-spawn females coming out, coming out of the bays. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and yeah. You, were, were they were they feeding on uh, uh, gobies or uh, perch or what? Do you know what they were feeding on? So day one, day two, day three is uh, maybe goby. So because the bottom is here, so fish stay in, uh, near the bottom and the five pounder, two, three school, but day four, I don't know, because uh, so 22 feet bottom, fish suspending 13 feet, 105 five pounder. So many, many fish stay in the 13 feet. I don't know, but I throw the bait. So 20, 30 school fish coming. So eat a bottom. Eat to bottom. Wow. Good. Yeah. Well, that does. What does that look like? All those five pounders on your sonar. Does it look like uh, a false bottom? Does it look like um, what? What? What do five pounders look like on your sonar unit? A school of hundred five pounders. What does that look like on your graph? On your depth found your depth finder. What does that mm -hmm. look like? Uh. So what kind of graph or yeah yeah what well, well I was I was curious is when you're looking at that on the graph is it yeah. arches is oh. it arches no, or no, is no, it no. So what is I it use a, I use a 360 mega so I use a 360 mega the 360 the fish school and I use a Garmin so it looks like a drum drum fish very, very fat, and the tail is big. So, but first time I think in a drum, but no, old bass, old bass. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, so, how, so you, how deep did you say you said you were in 25 feet? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Day how deep? Four. Day four is at 22, 25 feet. So a little bit deep, but day one, day two, shallow, day three, a little bit deep, day four is a deep. So every day change school. 
I, uh, I don't know why. Taku, Taku, you had two and a half hours mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. relocate. You're telling me you relocated these fish every day. Like yeah, they were deep, yeah. shallow, and, and you had, how were you able to find them so fast? Uh, because, the, I, because I can speak, so I can speak almost. <laughs> it's very easy to speak. <laughs> Where uh, you stay, Thomas? So I stay now 30 feet. So Thomas say, okay, I will go to 30 feet. Yeah. So very easy. Can you teach? Can you teach me how to speak to the smallmouth? Oh, so yes, that you can. But you have to learn to Japanese language. <laughs> but very, very difficult. So, but just kidding. So, but so sometimes I cannot find, I can't find, but so sometimes scent, scent help because so I fishing, yes. fishing, fishing, fishing. So sometimes, so I can see the right scope and the fish coming here. Oh, this, this, so 13 feet of the fish here. So sometimes I cannot see the graph, but Bait falling, fish coming here. I can see that. So sometimes, so helps to bait. Bait. Yeah. So, uh, sent, so Ontario is a little bit clear water. So bait is here, but fish coming here. So yeah. many fish coming here. So I can see that. So right scope. So sometimes help to send is a fish coming, fish coming. Oh, I, I found, I found. So very easy to find. Yeah. Well, I guess when they're coming to your bait, that's, that's mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that... they, mm -hmm. No, I, I um, <laughs> you, landing five pounders, catching them, getting them to the boat. And how, is that easy? It look. It, it can't be easy. I mean, the, the smallmouth go crazy. Um, mm -hmm. how, is it difficult for you to, to learn how to mm -hmm. land those big giant smallmouth? Mm -hmm. So a giant smallmouth cat catching? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you land them? How do you get them in oh. your hand? <laughs> yeah, so I'm not around. So because the uh, same things in Japanese shore fishing, same thing, maybe Haku only using a Japanese stand, so easy to catch. So sometimes smallmouth, so I tried many baits. Sometimes, so I, I found the five pound, the, the big smallmouth, but I cannot get, so no eat, no bite. So very, very difficult, but so scent is a help me. So I, <coughs> I understand last year, scent is a very, very, so very, very important. So, and this hand, only bite, but liquid is a very, very matching smallmouth. I, I understand. So I use this, this year too. So very good. Fish love it. And uh, tuck, maybe uh, tuck only use this one as a good too. Tuck only use. Maybe many people use, so a little bit little bit difficult but now as a tuck only have this liquid 
easy to catch, I think. Yeah, well, I think everybody's going to want to get some of that talking. Yeah. Everybody's going to want what you're using. Um, yeah. Well, I know I know we have got a lot of people watching at Bash University, and mm -hmm. and uh, they have questions, and mm -hmm. um, I'm sure they have some questions about how you caught them and what's going on. So I want to send it over to to Riz. Riz, who do we have on the IM board for Taku? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, Pete. Our uh, our subscribers are very interested in uh, in everything that Taku's uh, talking about right now. And the first question we're going to go with is from Smalley Wonderland, and Smalley Wonderland wants to know. Taku, can you please talk about your rod and your reel setup um, for fishing for these big smallmouth and landing these big smallmouth? Um, how was your drag set and what was your rod and reel setup? Okay, so always I use uh, I use this bed, this rod I use so. Always I use a Norris Roadrunner. So six, six, eight, six feet, eight inches, medium right, medium. And uh, I use very, very important things. Reed, reed is a very important. I use a Shimano Stella, Stella. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stella is a uh, very expensive. So $600, $700 reed, but very, very smooth, yeah. smooth and dry. And uh, sometimes I use a six pound four carbon test line, but no no line break. So because the stera is a very smooth, so easy, so no break in the line, uh, we can get uh, easy to pick five pounder, the no break. And the line is a, I use always Seager, Seager series. So uh, this year I use a Seager Smackdown Flash Green Braid, 10 pound. And the leader is a Seager Gold Rebel, eight pound test. And I use a Norris Rattery, four and a half, and the 316 weight Nickory. So hook important wow. too. So Ryugi, Ryugi is a brand new Japanese hook brand. So Ryugi Talisman. So Neko hook, Ryugi Talisman Neko hook one O I use. So this hook is a very awesome, easy to penetration five pound small mouth. So I love this hook. So, and the no bend, strong and easy to penetration. So. I, my, I use uh, this one. So if many, many zebra mussels easy to snag, so I use the uh, heavy guard, heavy guard model. So this one, heavy guard charisma, stainless wired here, so wired here, and uh, no, so very, very snugless hook and uh, easy to penetration, the heavy guard charisma I use. So this, so spinning rod is a not 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 wrong rod six eight or six ten, because uh, so sometimes so uh, no shake a little bit shake stop ten seconds so many technique I use so I use a short rod 
six five six eight six ten so no long length because the fish so small mass always watching the bait eat or no eat so small mass thinking always uh bait or so no good bait so watching so sometimes i stay in the bottom bait 10 seconds 15 seconds and a little bit shake stop 10 seconds so small mass eat so sometimes very very important is the stop no action sabine river too uh many pressure too much pressure the no shake is good no shake is a very very good to high pressure rake i i usually the many people in a shake 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 drop shot shake 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 but i'm no shake stay 10 seconds 15 seconds stay now little bit shake stop little bit shake stop so take a time is a very important the big small mouse wow 10 to 15 second pause that's a long pause let yeah. me ask you this did you get more on the nico or the drop shot which uh, which is better the nico or the drop shot both both if fish start bending so i use a drop yeah this one suspended yeah fish okay. suspending so almost all drop shot i use but sometimes so stay in the bottom so i use a nico but so very, very difficult because small mouth sometimes love neko, sometimes loves drop shot, and uh, sometimes love needle rig. Very difficult. So I try in a many bait. I always, so same hook, same weight, but five, six bait. So many tackle on the deck, both decks. And the same hook, same weight, but no different bait. I try on many baits every day because small mass is sometimes no no bite this bait. I so small mass don't like this bait, but small mass love this bait. So many many different baits I use. So sometimes this small creature bait love, sometimes white swim shrimp love. Sometimes green pumpkin swim shrimp rub. So I use a many kind of bait and a many kind of color I use. Well, that's that's smallmouth, no doubt. And uh, you know, there is I know we got some more questions. What what's some that's some great stuff. Ten to fifteen second pause, BTC. Can you do anything for ten to fifteen seconds? I mean, you know, I I, I could. <laughs> the way my shoulders feel, yeah, that'd be welcome rest. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I could use a Man, seat, that's, that's crazy. The bimini top, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do that for 10 to 15. Heck yeah. But Riz, Riz, let me send it back to you. Who, who else is on the IM board? Yeah, so uh, so Ron, um, Ron Dickinson wants to know, Taku, what is the largest bass fishing organization in Japan? Like similar to Bassmasters here, what what is there in Japan for bass fishing? Uh, <coughs> similar to small mass, I think. So too much pressure, the fish 
fish sometimes hear many, but <coughs> no bite. <coughs> in Japan, the, <coughs> too much pressure always, too much pressure. It's a very, very difficult, but the, but fish lake, Japanese fish lake is a very small, very, very small. So, but I can, I can find a fish very easy, but very difficult to find the best bait. Very, very difficult because fish too much pressure so they can't eat a bait. So very, very difficult to find a bait. So smallmouth, same. Smallmouth, too, too many, too many, many smallmouth, but sometimes <clears throat> no good. Sometimes don't like bait, no bite. Sometimes, so smallmouth love bait, easy to bite. So very, very similar in uh, Japan fishing style. In, uh, smallmouth fishing, I think. And uh, so Japan is a shore fishing is a very, very popular. So I always so photo shoot, video shoot in Japan, the almost all shore fishing. But in US, the boat fishing is very popular. So a uh, little bit, little bit different. Well, I, I noticed that like obviously we all knew that you um, you spent two and a half hours fishing. You spent two hours driving each way. How was drive? How was driving in the rough water? I mean, did you? How did you learn how to drive in rough uh, water? I learned to Lake Ontario last year. So because last year day four, I want to go to Lake Ontario, but so strong wind. I cannot go. I'm very, very scared. So I cannot go to Lake Ontario last year. But this year, so I have to go to Lake Ontario because yeah. I want to win. So I try, I try in a big wave, but I can't do that. So this year, the, so last year, the, this year, I learned to how to drive in a rough water. So last year, the many, many boat travel, but this year is almost all no travel because the taku driving technique is a grow up now. Yeah. I know the, the first time I saw big water, I got scared to death. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's very, very scary. Lake Ontario, how were the waves big any day? Like how big were the waves on Lake Ontario in this tournament? Uh, so day one, so yeah, yeah, day one, day two, the little bit, little bit scared. So looks like, so <laughs> <They're yeah. laughs> it's like here, yeah, higher. I don't like it, but I want to go, I have to go to Narek, Ontario. So I will try to driving so I can do that. So if I arrive now, Taku spot, easy to catch in a 20 pound. So day one only, I fish in a little bit, river fishing, I cannot get a 20 pound, but day two, day three, day four, I fish in only Lake Ontario, so I can get a 20 pound cross. 
Yeah, well, that's that's it. You know, it's been that way for a while. Uh, Taku, it's like if you want to win, you, you have to go to Lake Ontario when you're fishing Thousand Islands, and you did yeah. it. You did it in two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours of time. That's amazing. So you yeah. fished. Wait a minute. Let's put. Let's do the math. Uh, ten hours. Ten hours of fishing mm -hmm. for four days. Ninety pounds. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yes. But I don't need uh, three hours, day four. I don't need, because all fish are five pounders. It's very easy, easy to catch five fish and five pounders. So I don't need more time. So maybe day four, I can fish in 40 minutes, 50 minutes more. But I get uh, 26 pounds, so I don't need the time. So I... I have to go back, so ramp and uh, live fish is very important. So no dead fish, dead fish is a penalty. So sure. I need a live. So I take a time, throw, go back, ramp. So I, maybe I can fishing one, one hour was 40 minutes more, but I don't need two and a half with only. It's good, day four. Good night. So it's even less than that. It's less than 10. In nine hours, you caught 90 pounds. That's uh, that's truly amazing. I don't think anybody's ever done it before, but uh, it's great. Now, now tell me about, tell me about yourself. Like what, what is your family life like? Is, uh, do you, are you, are you married? Are you single? Are you, uh, what, what, what are, what's your, what's your personal life like with, especially so, with this wind? celebrating with yeah so my wife and my son so stay in japan i'm married so hopefully i want to meet my son my family but i'm always alone in u.s so i fish in a concentrated free practice everyday fishing everyday fishing so no rest no hobby no so no watching TV, every day fishing, concentrate, two years. So wow. fishing somewhere, I learned to US fishing because I don't know, maybe the, I don't know, 20, 25 lake only, US, US lake. So right. open for tournament, last year is uh, nine, nine lakes, and this year is nine. And the uh, lake fork is the same. So I don't know, almost almost all lake, I don't know, the US lake. So I have to run to pre-practice. So I always fish in the uh, US every day. Every day? Yeah. What, what do, do you, uh, ha, ha, that's amazing. How, what lakes, do you just practice the lakes that are on the schedule? Do you target lakes that you know will be on the schedule in the future? Mm -hmm. uh, what what lakes what lakes do you practice on? So Bassmaster, it is scheduled. So this today, today update. Okay. So I pre-practice here. Yeah, maybe I will go to na, uh, I will go to the Lake Oahe and Mississippi River this week. I, I will go to pre-practice. Right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Hartwell. Lake Hartwell. Okay. Yeah, Hartwell, the Crossy. Yeah, I was hoping you could come with me next week to Lake Oneida to teach mm-hmm. me how to catch smallmouth. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I want to go to Narayko Oneida, but I have to go to Narayko Oahe. I understand. Yeah. It's amazing. It's how, are you allowed to go home and visit your family? Or can you, do they get to come here? Uh, I know with COVID, uh, there's a lot of restrictions on travel. Are mm-hmm. you able to see your family? Yes, yeah, so I can I can able to see the family, but so Taku can go to the US, Taku can go back to Japan, but my my family very, very hard to travel in the US and go back to Japan. So my family stayed in Japan. And uh, my son go to the school and uh, in Japan, so I fish in the U.S. But August, August 15, I will go back to Japan. Awesome. How, how old is your son? Uh, six years old. Six years old. Six years old. Yeah, Does he, he like to fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to fish. So he get, uh, so he get my, his first bus is a lake at Florida. For the, the Kishimi-chan, the first bus, then go five inch no weightless bait. He got a uh, baby bass, but he loved fishing. So if both, so Taku and my family that come in US, so fishing many places. Excellent, excellent. Well. Taku, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight and sharing your story. And uh, it's great to get to know you and uh, to learn more about how you're doing this. It's truly amazing. And, uh, you know, I want to wish you the best the rest of the season. Um, And congratulations again, man, on a a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. Most guys will fish their whole career and never win a tournament of that magnitude. And you did it. You did it in just two years. Yeah, thank uh, you very much. It, it's it's got to be great. It's got to be great. And uh, and thanks so much, BTC. I'm gonna. Is there anything else we have left for Taku? Did I miss anything? Uh, no, no, I think that was pretty pretty good stuff, Pete. Just uh, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Taku, send me the link on on how to get that uh that scent. Scent? Yeah. Sent? If you need, <laughs> I want I want to give a little more. Yeah. <laughs> so because I have I have this 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 only. I need more. I need more. Maybe I go back to Japan so I get more. Uh-huh. But very too hard to buy. Many people buy this scent, bite bus liquid, many people buy. So very, very hard to find now. Okay. So that small mass love yeah. this scent. Wow. Well, uh, let me offer a recommendation. Uh, Taku, you need to put your name on that bottle of scent and start selling that in the U.S. and Japan and everywhere around the world and uh, Taco make sauce. a bazillion dollars. Oh, Taco, yeah. Right. Taco sauce. That's right. Taco, Taco sauce. Now? Taco sauce is the brand name. That's <laughs> the deal. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> 
I like it. I like it. Well, wow, hey, thanks again. Thanks, thanks for fighting through the uh, Wi-Fi issues and uh, yeah. finding a way. That's just the nature of you. You found a way. You always find a way, and mm -hmm. you found a way into the winter circle. And thank you so much. So thank you so very much for hanging out with us tonight. Have a have a great night. Good luck on the next one. The champ, Taco yes. Ito. <laughs> thanks, Taco. Thank you very much. I thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Keep being awesome, man. We'll, yeah. we'll see you next time. <laughs> man, Brian, did you? That, that's amazing. Taco sauce? Taco sauce? Yeah, it was, wasn't that hard? <laughs> Made sense. Yeah, it, it, it's, well, when it's not hard, that's when you know you, you nailed it. Yeah. You know, and it seems yeah. simple. Like, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Just so, did you catch who makes it? Pete, I know you speak fluent, well, fluent Japanese. I, I, I don't speak I don't speak English Japanese, but he did say who makes it and I couldn't quite make it out. Yeah. That's a, we'll figure that out. We're on gonna have to go back and listen to we'll the get tape. The, we'll get it out of there. That's right. I think Facebook <laughs> was trying to uh translate it during the show, so we'll have to go back and look at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean it was some kind of shrimp. It was kind of, some kind of shrimp oil or some kind of shrimp yeah like the uh, roman noodle pack packets you know, a little shrimp packet pretty sure that's what it was pete <laughs> kind of like kind of like that yeah so yeah. we we uh it, we're not done pretty, yet pete i know you're you're about ready to wrap up we're gonna let you go here thanks for joining us pete and uh for everybody watching uh we've got a very exciting segment coming up it's the btc and riz takeover as uh pete's off <laughs> in champlain and the rest of the crew's down at ICAST, and we're not, so uh, we're going to take the reins tonight, Pete. Wait, wait a second. Stress you out. What's that? Before you go, I got something. Oh, well. Before you go, I got something. I'm just teasing the teasing oh. the people and trying to stress you out, but go ahead. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I just want to say, um, ICAST update from our crew down there at ICAST. Uh, um, you know, shout out to Justin, and um, he's down there talking to everybody, looking at all the new stuff, but Missiles Ike's mini swim jig is the deal, and that but he didn't say the deal, he said something else. It uh, it's a tremendous finesse swim jig, but it has the right hook. Here's something really cool Rapala's got the DT8. Mm -hmm. Awesome, I'm so excited about that one. That that fills that gap, it, it hit. It'll be able to hit things that the DT6 can't. Right. Um, that's that's pretty cool. DT8 is out. Um, Seaman's right got a spots. big blade chatterbait, right. and the Mini Max for smallies, uh, smaller profile. The big blade is what Brian Thrift has had uh, high finishes in muddy water on. Mm, the uh -huh. big blade. So there's just a, a mini glimpse into what's happening at ICAST. Um, we got our folks down there at uh, ICAST for Bash University, checking everything out. It's going to bring in the, all the good stuff. And um, I don't know. I, I wish I was there. I wish we were all there. Well, me too, Pete. We've got we've got just. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad I'm glad you pulled the show show off, and I'm glad you and Riz are are wearing the same you know, costumes, looking like twins in your men's yeah. and your blue shirts. Look at your. <laughs> but yeah I, I i love it i appreciate it 
thanks everybody for hanging out. It's been crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna let you sign off, BTC. I'll but um, you. you know, it's been a crazy. Uh, thank you, everybody that was here at the Toyota series that stopped by and say hi. All the Bash University subscribers is so awesome. And um, you know, I had a great tournament and uh, we came real close to to making the cut and winning that one. But we'll we'll try them again at Lake Oneida. Actually, going to be at the BFL here again on Saturday. So I look forward to seeing our subscribers there. And um, I smell a win. Well, I don't know. I, I hope so, Riz. I'm, I'm sniffing it. It's crazy. I hate missing it by ounces. I hate it so much. R cuts are stupid. <laughs> I'm joining the NPFL next year. You know? <laughs> but um, uh, we had a good time. A lot of great partners. A lot of good, lot of good memories. Ike was here. So many of the, the major league fishing guys were here. Gary Klein, a lot of our instructors, Bash University instructors were everywhere. Uh, at this event and yeah, that's uh, that's a that's pretty lame for the toyota series is how how many people were in it pete 10 no yeah and how many were in it days oh, one and two 100 yeah 188 competitors and they cut to the, 10 they cut to 10 you know well i i, I honestly btc not to bring it up i think we ought to revisit that like um cuts were designed for television that's what the purpose of those were, to uh, be able to put 10 cameras in a boat so that you could follow the entire action of the finals. And it made sense when it was a made-for-television event. But when it's not a made-for-television event... Not for the working man's um, league, I man. Think that, you, you know what I mean, Pete? Not for, the, not for the working man's league. Not when you're taking off of work to drive up there and, you know, making that investment to get... Well, <laughs> well it, it, dude, if it's not televised... They ought to drop it or increase it to like 20 or 30% yeah. of the field yeah. because we've seen many times when that happened that those guys from 20th, 30th place can come back and win the tournament. Especially on a place like Champlain. Uh, it can happen. So always so tight. Like Champlain, the weights are always super, super stacked. Yep, exactly. Why, why are we cutting to 10 if there's no television involved? That's my question. Yeah, that's, that's my just, question. There's just no power. reason. Yep. And, and, and to be honest yeah. with you, like the NPFL does, if you're looking for entertainment, let everybody fish because the storylines that can come out of the guy in last place cutting off the winner on the final day. Hmm. Great storylines well, if you're looking for well, entertainment. That's, that's um, I'm yep. just saying. Well, I can tell you this. That stuff sells. From experience, if I'm in, if I'm in the bottom third of the field, I am, I'm, I'm okay to leave the tournament. Okay. Didn't happen for me. I I'm lost. I really don't know what to do tomorrow. Okay. But if I'm in the top two thirds or half of the field, you know, I I'd like to, I'd like to fish that final day. You know, I'd like to see what happens. I'd like to see if I can jump 20 spots or 50 spots, you know, for sure. Um, that's my point of view. No, I agree, man. But I hated work. going home this when it was it was five six ounces from the cut, and uh, I honestly fished clean. Um, I there's nothing I could there, I have no regrets on you know how the tournament went down, you know from my perspective. But uh, you know, I, I did well with everything that uh, that bit. So we'll go try to get him in there tonight. All right, boys. Well, Pete, thanks for joining us. 
All right. Well, I'll let you guys. I'm going to pass it on to you. Hey, thanks for handling it. And uh, all right. I'll see you guys real soon. All right. Good luck, man. And uh, yeah, where are you going to be next Tuesday, Pete? Oh, 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 it's going to be live from the open. That's right. So you're there. Yeah. All right. I'll be there. I'm optimistic. You know what? Um, I'm optimistic. Maybe we'll have Brian Schmidt uh, hanging out with us. Maybe Ike, probably not. Ike, Ike might fish till dark. Yeah, but Ike's, maybe we'll get Ike in studio for a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, he don't even answer his Never phone know. during tournaments. We'll have our co- <laughs> we'll have our co-anglers and uh, John McGraw, good friend of both of ours, That's will right. be there. So uh, it'll, it'll be a fun time. We'll be talking about what's happening at Lake Oneida and everybody scrambling to try and get tacos. Off. Did you know they're cutting twenty-two this year, Pete? Cutting 22? From the Elite Series. No. What do you mean? They're, they're like, uh, dropping that number? That's Complete? The overall number? Yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody got cut last year. So, this year, the number, they're, they're, they're cutting 22 heads this year. That's a lot. So, they're, are they cutting 22 and not letting 22 new in? No. They're, they're, they're dropping I, the number? I, I believe they're filling the – filling the the roster but that's the turnover well i know well I, you know as a matter of fact i talked to brian schmidt about that exact thing because he was sweating the classic this year and, and he had a crummy year last year for him because you know he's a super champ but he was he by winning here at champlain and and doing well again at thousand islands he did exactly what he needed to do to to make the cut on not only the classic but requalifying for the elite so you know it, it's there's a lot of pressure over there yeah. i know our, our you know our good friend chris bro is is sweating it i hope he i hope he makes it and uh you know there's there's you know it's it, it's a it's a tough qualification process man i there's a lot of pressure over there yeah so. but i've heard that that's what the deal is yeah i mean it's always been that way right btc Yep. You gotta, you gotta qualify. You gotta keep qualifying to stay in. Yep. And they gotta make and and if you don't finish in a certain uh, slot, then they gotta make room for the new open qualifiers to come That's in. That's right. Right. The only way you can get a new rod is if you break your old rod, Pete. Well, you know what I'm saying. I broke, I broke a couple of them this week. There you go. Congratulations on your new rods coming. <laughs> <laughs> I had some pike that were trying to eat my hands off and I, I wound up leaning over trying to get out of the way of the giant choppers and I snapped, snapped two of my cash and oh. just, just leaned on them hard and broke them right over the corner of my rod lock. Oh, oh my heart's broke. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Well, but, I think they got new rods. They probably got new rods coming out. So yeah, well, get in line. Give me a call. All right, Pete. Guys, take us to the next night. segment and bring our guests in. Bring it, bring in the dancing girls, Rich. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Good luck out there. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Appreciate you. See you, man. All right, here we are. We're up there, up there, double now. So, oh yeah, we got man, double. We got, we got double BTC, <laughs> double Riz. Yo, <All> right. <laughs> who we got here? 
What's up? What's up? What's Let me up, turn big my ass live. Yeah, go. man. Coming live. Coming. How's it look, man? How am I in frame? You man, look great. Way better than right. Travis's show. I don't know what it is. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that in the background. I feel, you know, when I do it from the road, I feel naked. Yeah. I feel like I need to set a little studio up inside my truck because I got as much shit in my truck as I do right here. So, right. <laughs> you yeah. guys are looking snappy tonight. Oh, look at us matching costumes. <laughs> but me, man, I got a little fade going on the bass. You that means it has seen the sun. Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. It's not new and crispy. Come on, spin yeah. out. That's good stuff. Oh. E, this has to be one of your favorite weeks of the year, man. For all the new tackle coming out, all the all the new baits, a, a bait collector and modifier like yourself. Come on, dude. I was thinking about it, man. I was just uh, rolling around looking at some of the new releases, man. And you know, I promised myself it's going to be a YOLO trip. I'm going to ICAST. I did invite BTC last minute. I said road trip. You did. <laughs> I said I'd sponsor it. I'm I down. Know. I know. But um, anyway, you know, work, family obligations yeah but the next year will be the year can we get into the icast cup is that like invite only you got to know somebody i'll get you in there if if, if, uh i don't get you know c blocked again like this (laughs) yeah i mean first first covid then then my own friends cut my neck you know i mean oh oh, that's brutal man this is what this after hours is for right here that's right that's right that's right man so do you bring your own boat? Do they provide a boat? What do you got to do? Oh, so, I mean, the way the way it's set up is uh, basically the idea is to pair a company with a media member. And that sure. company will have a pro staffer with their rig there, typically got somebody it. in Florida. You know, got one it. year I got uh, set up with the guys from Freedom Tackle. Um, oh, nice. In uh, another year, it was uh, Bradley Dorch and golly, what's the bearing company? The ball bearing company. Oh yeah, oh I know what you're talking about. The hot one, yeah. Boca. Yeah, yeah, Boca bearings. So Boca yeah. bearings put us in the event, um, but instead of uh, instead of one of their reps, they uh, sent this kid. God, I can't think of his name. He's awesome too. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you guys fished it, man. That's awesome, yeah. man. And he caught a giant on a frog mm. from the back deck. So Dang. that was awesome. Um, That's fun, man. And wow. Then, and then I fished with Cox and, and Carson and Hunter Shryock all in one boat. Oh, my gosh. That was a blast. And Talk about Disneyland. I'm, yeah, and this year I'm home. Lure Disneyland. Just yeah. the whole scene is like my jam, man. Yeah. You're right, Rich. I mean, forget about it. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know what I'd do down there. I mean, I'd just be like consumed with it, man. Yeah. Ideas would be flowing. Yeah. What's the yeah. – um like, so every year – you know, with iCast releases and all, what's like your favorite bait category, you know, to, to see what's coming out. I know you're a crankbait guru, obviously because of the massive wall of crankbaits behind you, but like <laughs> what gets you keyed up as far as like the, the bait releases from, from the companies down there? I'd say the, you know, the crankbaits, man. I mean, I, I just got to stay true to my jam, man. I, I got to dude. I got to hear your opinion on the, on the Bagley's that they're putting out now, because um, I don't know if it's just really good marketing or not, but but I've yeah. been seeing some Bagley baits now that, again, I don't know if they're changed or new or different, but they are looking sassy. Yeah, you know, I talked to uh, TK Stanley at Tacklecraft, who's like a Bagley fanatic, right? And um, he's a custom painter, and he modifies Bagley's, right? So he got a few new in, and he's like, I mean, I'll say it. He said it looked like they were made in somebody's garage. That's Ooh. not a bad thing. 
Right. That's not right. a bad thing. Okay. So, you know, but but the truth is is in the uh, you know when you put in the water, what does it do? If they're bringing back an iconic bait like a Bagley B1, does it operate the same way as those juicy seventies? Right. You know, a killer B2. Uh, just talk to Pete Fluzik, the dean. He'll tell you about the killer B2, the B2. One of his favorite baits of all time. Did they bring it back? Is it right? Is it correct? Bill Angle waiting. You know, everything has to work right. Uh, and that 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 always drives me crazy about companies that discontinue a bait and then maybe bring it back, but change it. I don't get it. <laughs> like, why not just make it true to the original ones that people really, really love? That, and look, manufacturing is a through the molds out. You know what? True story about man's, right? I mean, man's minus one, one of the best super shallow crankbaits ever made, became popularized for the win on the Potomac, right? Dan Moorhead in the back of Broad Creek, right? I mean, that bait still catches them today. Then they send the molds to China and the bait is completely different. They wrecked it. Yeah. Now they've corrected it since, but you know, I still look for the old OGs, man, with man's on one side, one minus on the other. You can still find them on eBay. Yeah, but anyway, so iCast is certainly exciting when you bring sea baits that, you know, were iconic, old, new. I'm stoked about baits that solve a problem. Um, you know, TK and I talk about this a lot. Uh, what's solving a problem? Rapala DT8. I've always wanted a Rapala DT8. I'm fired up about that one. How about you, Riz? Yeah, yeah, man, that, uh, that, that, that's a really exciting one because it's going to fill that void that, you know, we've been trying to fill with, you know, line size and and, sure. weight and you know, and adding a little bit of weight to the front of the bait, all that stuff. That one's gonna be sure. that one's gonna be killer. And, and you know what's the best my favorite part about that E is that Talk the profile me. of that of yeah. that DT eight is the same as a DT six. It's not that's bigger, even better like the DT ten. Right. So you still get that, you know, that 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 profile that you get out of the six, but we're getting down there down there, you know, into the into the range. I, I got strength for that. <laughs> boom <laughs> that that deserves yes that deserves a straight tin cup shot yeah. and dc8 let's rock it now quick does it have a rattle does it have a rattle ticker or silent i'm not sure i honestly. mean it's a it's a dt they, you want me to run down to ike's garage see if well we the dt i would i would love to see if he has a dt8 and a dt6 now dt4 btc it's got a nice little ticker in it Right. The DT10 does not DT. All the all the rest of the DTs are silent, right. but the DT4 is unique in itself because it has a ticker and right. it's good. It's loud. It's it's juicy. Right. E, what was like yeah, the man. biggest the the biggest factor in um like the original Bagley's? Like what what made them have that that crazy action or whatever made them so good? Like what was unique yeah. about them? Well, it's interesting because you know when we had Lee Sisson, Doctor Frankenstein on. Yep. Um, he, he said he could look at a bait coming off the line and know which one was going to run right. And, and frankly, you know, it's consistency in manufacturing, right? But wood in and of itself is a natural fiber. No piece of wood is the same. And right. so that's the magic of a wood bait. One's going to run crazy good and the next one's just going to be average now do you find and that with like your dt6s and all too like no there's a lot of super consistency in dt6s and rapala's probably got one of the most consistent balsa baits on the market yep. i'm talking about the true handmade ones got um yeah yeah bill angle waiting but you know rapala being such a big company that's why dt's probably you know for the money one of the best balsa baits ever made yeah. every one of them's got a different buoyancy though sure i mean i found that 
in just a little bit of sample size waiting shad wraps yeah every single one of them was was different because it's wood there's no way on a line where they're pumping out millions of baits yep. that they're gonna change no. the lead weight product. in the center of the bait to, yep. to to hey this is really super high flow balsa i mean there are some balsa baits riz that float like corks i mean they back up so crazy fast and, and create this secondary action and so you got to think about yeah. how does the bait run Dude. You know, bill angle, what does it do down there? And then what's it do on the backup? Because that that pause, you know, when you hit cover deflection, yep. how it backs up out of cover really matters. Yeah, like on, like on DT6s specifically, like I've, I've noticed it more on that bait than any other bait that like there is certain crankbaits that I can pick up and throw and feel like it's just doing everything I want it to every sure. single time just ticking and some cover. are dead. It's not getting it's not picking up the black slime off the bottom. Sure. It's just perfect. And then others where I feel like it's just not so, not so, not so precise. I, I, I just learned something right here. I had no idea until you said it that every DT6 has, has a little different buoyancy. Every wood bait does. Yeah, but awesome. but yeah. from a consistency standpoint, I think the DTs are the most consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Handmaids, it's everyone's going to be unique. Yeah. I mean, you know, even, even with, uh, even with uh, resin baits, you know, like, sure. like the glide baits. Sure. Know, from, you know, from one bait to another or, or one batch to another, there's always consistency differences in the density of it. So it's good stuff. So, E, what's going on? Um, What's going on in your world, man? I know you, you've had a lot of, you know, a lot of travel plans and you got some some things cooking as far as the. Uh, the epic Eric adventures. I want to hear a little bit about what's uh, what's coming up. What's on the menu? What are we doing? Man, we got some tournaments down south, right? So we got a couple championships coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got the Collins Championship with with Captain Scooter, my partner, my team partner. Scooter. We've got the Anglers Choice Championship. Uh, they just drew. Uh, we fished the Pamlico Sound this last weekend. Had a couple uh, tough breaks on on some frog fish, but uh, managed uh, to pull out uh, a sixth place finish. Uh, for some chicken money, nice. uh, we, we we're fishing free this year because we we're anglers of the year last year, so we get free entries in all the bojangles. Uh, but awesome. we're looking, we're defending the championship this year, so hopefully we can uh, we can repeat it. And it, it was drawn on Kerr, so oh, nice. um, scooters a stick on Kerr, but what, there's a lot of sticks fishing that trail. Year? So. What, what time of year are you going? September. Okay, can be tough. Yeah. You know, that fall transition, man. So weather just depends, man. So we'll be grinding like everybody else, but uh, I'm, I'm stoked to get after it. And then um, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully in 2022, I'm going to start the legendary lakes tour, man. Yes. I'm, go- yes. I'm going. That's, I'm, see, that's what I was getting I'm, at, man. That's what I want to hear I'm, about. I'm, I'm rolling, man. I'm getting out. There it is, man. Yeah. There it is. The sticker. <laughs> I got the sticker and the dream. I got a sticker and a dream. That's basically where this thing is right now. In a small, I got a sticker in a dream, and I'm gonna stick with the sticker in the dream. I'm gonna stick this sticker on my truck, and with or without Doctor Manson, I'm gone. Doctor Manson. Oh yeah, I'm going. Yeah, you can't wait for Uncle Manson. No, no, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. And you know, you know the concept, man. It's to visit all the lakes I've read about since I've been a kid. Yep. You know, storied waters, legendary waters, meet the legendary anglers on those waters, whether they're guides yeah. or, you know, bass you subscribers or smallmouth crush subscribers or people that follow me. I want to connect with people, yeah. try to film it. If I just have yeah. to do it with my iPhone and go live every day, I don't really care. I don't care if I catch a bass. 
I'm going to visit local tackle shops. I hope to meet some really, really cool bait makers, you know, like along the way, I want to go see Marty Burns. He's one of the last guys in the nation that makes a great handmade crankbait. And, um, you know, he makes some fat little gems. He's working on my Epic Shad. And so it's a big body crankbait. I've done some testing on it down in Florida on shell bars, man, and it performed well. So that stuff gets me fired up, right? Even more than iCast because to me, it's kind of like, I don't know, man, there's this uh, there's stories about those places and I've dreamt about them all my life since I've been a kid, you know, Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Anyway, so cool. come along for the ride, man. Open invite, open mic night. So what, what's the, uh, what's the first lake on the list for you? Where, where, where do you like tentatively want to go first? Well, so, so there's going to be like two categories, legendary lakes that are established legends, right? They're well known. Yeah. And then the emerging ones. So we're going to do, I think it makes sense to do a Southern tour and you kind of got to start in January, probably at the big O. Okay. The big O. Okay. So, yep. And then maybe move to one of the chains. Is it Harris chain, Kissimmee chain, Toho, you know, Harris, right? So all of them, there's, yeah, right. Exactly. So how much time can we get away from, uh, you know, the families and, and pull it off? Is it a 10 day jaunt? And then along the way, head up towards, you know, ten day the, the see, yeah, Tennessee, you gotta, Tennessee. You got to pick a fight with her since she wants you gone. You got from now until then, <laughs> you really get on her nerves. Like you got to work up like a six month beat it. You know what I mean? Six months. <laughs> you, know, you got six months to, to. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so the dream is to end up on the West Coast one day, man. See my brother, my daughter, and uh, fish some of the iconic lakes out there, man. Clear Lake for sure. It's going to be a big bait adventure. I'd love to get together with like Big Bait Bailey. Yep. Um, Heck yeah. You know, Paul Bailey, man, he kind of inspired me to start throwing as well as Austin from Dreamcatchers, uh, the Gancraft 230. Caught some of my biggest fish, you know, uh, uh, ever sure. on glide baits, man, uh, with that bait. Uh, his reservoir shad, in particular, that color. So it's got some rash marks. One of the few that does so, because, you know, got a lot of baits, but not a lot of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, true? that is a fact. You, you have more baits behind you than we have time in a day. So it's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it's, it's kind of just ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> I love ridiculous. it, man. It's, it's like a blanket. It fills the hole in my heart for not being able to fish. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's an odyssey, man. But uh, yeah, I got some custom creations I'm working on, man. I got a couple you guys might love. I, yeah. I, I, I'll show it, and let's see if anybody can guess it. Oh, hold what on is a second. This? Let's give it. There's a surprise involved in this. Is there surprises to give away? What is that? Oh, and what am I going to use it for? It looks like a swim jig, doesn't it? It is not. It does not have a lead head. What? It's got a beefy hook. <clears throat> it's got a Trocar Pro V. It's a three out, but I'd rather be a four out. I can't find a four out, but it's going to have a four out Pro V. This is a chigger crawl, but it could, punch be skirt? Any, it could be any soft plastic. It's not a punch skirt. I did not design it for a punch skirt. What am I going to do with this? Keep thinking. I, was, I, I don't yeah. know. I float and fly for carp on the um, float on the, and uh, fly. You're, 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 no. Okay, so what Ooh, did Taku do water? a lot of this past weekend? Say that again. To win. What did Taku Ito do to win? What 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 type of presentation was he using for smallies? A Neko rig? Nope. He used Neko, shot. but he also drop shot. Power shot. Boom. The jig shot. The what? jig shot. You dirty bastard. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know I love power shotting. 
But why can't you power shot a jig? Because you can't tie a drop shot with a jig head, but you can certainly hand tie a skirt on a freaking flipping hook. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. What? Jig yes. shots. Like jig it. shot. Jig shot. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Jig shot. I like it, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's cool. Anyway, show you- right now, I just declared yeah. it. I- we're you having our own podcast, right? Man. right. Hey, seriously, like, like, check this out. So, so I was talking to TK Stanley Tacklecraft, right? Custom Painters, awesome. Dude's one of the best in the nation, straight up. So, iCast is all about the big companies, and I'm stoked about a lot of the big company baits. I mean, missile baits, the Mini D, their trailer, the DTA. We just talked about it. Uh, Rapala OG Tiny Four, which is kind of the cousin to the the OG Slim Shad. I mean, you got a bunch of stuff from Z-Man. You got a, a nice grass uh, swim jig from, from Evergreen Daiwa kind of collab. I'm stoked about all that stuff. I really am. But what about the whole category of like the garage craft makers? You've been to ICAST. I have it. Is there a category for garage craft stuff? And if there isn't, why not? As big as it is right now yeah. with Instagram B, you know this to be true. Swim bait dudes are killing it, man. The rat dudes, the swim bait dudes, the it's crazy. That's a giant category. Do they ignore it or do they, they honor? As far as I know, they don't. They, they yeah. I mean, you've got to you've got to pay to get down there. You know, I cast it cheap. This is why. This is why. You know, I'm I'm here shelved. Yeah, I'm saying, man. That's right, that's right. I think yeah. I think we just need to launch our own thing called Garage Craft, bro, and do it all online. Yeah. Garage Craft, man. Garage uh, yeah. Craft. Yeah, you no, know what I mean. Celebrate the independent bait maker, dude, because there's some guys yeah, out yeah. there that are freaking dirty. Craft beers make it to the beer festivals. Why not craft baits? That's because fishing's going to take ten years or fifteen behind the rest of the universe right. to catch up. <laughs> this is how True. it's always been, and it e. You do the math. We're probably getting close to about where fishing starts to catch up with exactly what you're saying. Isn't that the truth? It is. You're man. right. Oh yeah. You're right. It's it's not a super progressive. We started industry. a podcast. So Mark Jeffries was way before us, way before, well into podcasting, but way before the fishing world got into it. You know. Yeah, that's true. You bring up a great point, man. Yeah. So it's it it lags for sure, man. Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys still don't sure. have microwave on their street. You know what I mean? A lot of them guys in the south are still waiting for microwave yeah, I mean, to come down the street. I, <laughs> guys, uh, gonna bring the poles it. down. We're getting microwave any day now. I mean, why isn't there a category of like best custom hand painted crankbait at right. I cast? You know what I mean? Yeah. I I put this little gem in there, dude. Ooh, that is a matte is that? finish. That's a Marty Burns matte finish custom painted bluegill by tk and you can see some of the natural wood it doesn't show on camera but dude that would be best in show in one of the categories for handmade crankbaits there's a bunch of homemade guys out there that are killing it man looks like it should be you know you haven't seen me crankbaits yeah right right next to the the marshmallows it's gorgeous looking isn't it though and man let me tell you something who painted that tackle craft Oh man, TK Stanley, TK Stanley, and Marty Burns made it. Marty Burns, Marty Burns, Big M. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So I'd I'd love to see like a category for those garage makers, the, the swim bait category. You know, maybe a not a rat category, but I mean, I don't know where you put those, but you know, uh, crank downs and soft sided swim baits and and custom custom balsa baits, man, and maybe some I don't know hand poured, I don't know. But there's a lot of copycats out in the. In no, the you're right. Yeah. I mean, they do have them. It's just you know you've the big the big you gotta companies pay to play. Are down there 
you know, putting their baits forward and right. It's, that's kind of how that goes, but the equalizer is social media. True. I, mean, I agree. Think 15 about years it. ago, this was a lot more of an issue. 100 percent you're right those guys are killing on social media i mean oh, yeah. you look at companies like you know working class zero with the citizens the the freaking um his battle shad i mean he's absolutely those drops are sold out on all those bait makers like Egregious. instantly oh yeah it's instantly yeah instantly yeah we've got an so upcoming show with uh uh kevin brightwell from kgb it's just waiting for the timing to get right i've been talking to him for quite a while but Right. Yeah, looking forward to him coming on and just talking about the whole process and and how yeah. he's and actually teaching. There's a lot of things he can do with his baits that I think most people don't know. I agree. A lot of a lot of technique. I agree. And, yep. I think it leaves an opening, man. I mean, iCast is you know solid solidified in the industry, right? The big giant brands are solidified, but that truly leaves an, an opening, right? I think there's some exciting things that if somebody was inspired to do it to showcase those products all at once. Right. And, uh, I think you'd have eyeballs, man. And that could be really meaningful for sponsors and, uh, just bring a lot of commerce to, uh, you know, the garage craft guy. Yeah. Heck yeah. You know, you just made me think of something. So every year there's some, you know, there's a ridiculous, um, cartoon of a bait that wins best in show down there, yeah. you know, whether it's, it's the bat or <clears throat> squirrel, the squirrel, there's got to be a um, fox, the, the Gen X locust. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the time's passed, we needed it like three months ago, two months ago. I got I got a water wheel locust in my back back room, man. I waited 17 years to throw, and I didn't get out during the locust spawn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll wait another 17 years. I hope I'm alive. But Riz, if I if it's my dying day, I'm giving you and BTC. I got two of them. Please throw it for me, man, and, and just, you know, do a little seance. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be at 17. Your best bet's rich. <laughs> he's, he's got a lot more life left in him. We're counting on you, Riz. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. It's all on you, bro. I'll let you know how it works. North end of the flat. It's a short rope. I'm going to throw that damn locust lure anyway, man. I'm going to catch one, man. I'll catch one during a mayfly hatch. I don't give a shit. Heck yeah. yeah. I looked at it. This I just did not get out, you know, and it was all derby fishing, so it's like, what am I going to do? Bring out some ridiculous lure during the derby? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Scooter would look at me and go, what the hell is that? Yeah. Trust See, me, but I did that. Years. I did that two years ago with the Bellows Gill, and, and Travis mocked me horribly all day mm. until I smoked him. So yeah. it could yeah. happen. You have to have faith. It was the same way when I brought up the gang craft down at the Piero Ranch, man. He gave me the front of the boat for like 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, I pitched it out to a couple cruisers. Every single one of them followed. I go, watch this. It was like a six-foot drop. And, I, man, I fired out parallel to the drop. That's where the big girls were staged up because they hadn't moved up. And, man, it took me like 10 minutes. felt like a six and a half. I'm like, he put on a swim bait so freaking fast that made my head spin. But he had the little <laughs> mini ones. I'm like, put that little shit, minnow shit away, man. You need the big one, the 230. Yeah, right. big dog. Throw the meat if you want to catch the meat. Dirty. <laughs> Gotta have that two thirty. Two thirty, dirty, two thirty. Yeah, it. man. Hey, we got any comments, questions, anything? I haven't looked. Yeah, in a actually, while. there was there is a uh, a legit comment. Oh, here we got a comment it. from Pete Glusick says you're fired. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, nah, e, e Big Paulie wants to know. Um, he he doesn't throw many crankbaits, and he has four open spots in his tackle box. If you're going to start with four crankbaits, what are the four you absolutely got to have uh, in your tackle box? Man, he's got to have a square bill. 
you know, and uh, man, if you can find the old RC 1.5, but any, any style 1.5 square bill, gotta have it. Um, if he fishes super shallow lakes with a lot of grass, you gotta have a man's minus one. You need a super shallow grass fishing crankbait. Right. And uh, in the summertime, all I can tell you is you can't reel it fast enough, burn it. <laughs> He's gotta have a DT4 and a DT6. Now, if he fishes deeper water, I'd say skip one of the, skip the four maybe and just use the square bill. Go to the DT6 and a DT10. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's affordability, and that's a good mix of crankbaits to cover super shallow, um, you know, square billing, right, for, for wood, rock grinding, right, early season, and then the DT6 and, the, and the, well, maybe the DT8. I don't know, the DT10. Right. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a good starting lineup right there. Yeah, Rich. I think so. Crankbaits. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was looking for <laughs> I, was, no, I thought you had something from YouTube. Eh? Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh no! Just some comments back to uh, the garage craft, and how it would just be um, it would be the like the minor league, the feeder system for the big companies, yeah. just rip everybody off. That was that was that was kind of the gist of a few comments. That's pretty funny, the, man. Words, Patent yeah. pending. Patent pending. Yeah, I mean that oh. that does that does exist, but. At True, it exists time, with the big companies, right? Right, and at the same time, there's a lot of garage ripoffs of proven big bait 100%. company. You know, probably Everybody's, a whole lot more actually. Like everybody's large. Everybody, right? I yeah. mean, so at the end of the day, is there anything truly innovative out there? I don't know, once man. In a while. Once in a while, it yeah. does come through, right? Yeah, it does come through. But uh, nonetheless, man, I, I I hear the concern. But you know, if they want to rip them off. All they got to do is look on Instagram and just go find fun, innovative companies and steal their ideas. But they can't be shamed these days. Social media is power, right? Yeah. But, you know, like yeah. I said, it, it, it absolutely goes both ways. I know 10 dudes that make pour their own Senkos and, you know. Right. And sugar crawls and everything else. What is Rich Whiteboard, man? This is cool. I like it. It's like, Coach Rich, you guys are doing a game day play yeah, or something? Yeah, I'm drawing up plays awesome. back here. We, <laughs> wore the same, we wore the same costumes and jerseys. Where <laughs> one of us amazing. is getting ready to flank left out of the yeah. studio. You'll <laughs> find all Mike's secret crankbaits. Yeah, left Dang, right man. I, I need to bring one of those on the boat, man, like for the last 30 minutes of the derby. You know, after you get off the sandbar, me and Scooter got stuck this weekend. <laughs> if you saw oh, my story, Flower Pie is the first time I've ever done that with him, man. There were these people in this mouth, you know, that we were going to go straight into, but out of respect and safety for them, he took a shortcut around and uh, we saw the sandbar too late. So Ooh. we pushed off. We got in just with minutes to spare. So question yeah. is, do, is Scooter Lily ever not just absolutely on them? Um, I mean, that dude you know, just, ra- just freaking catches them. It, it's ra- nonstop. It, it's crazy. I mean, rarely, rarely, rarely. You know, weather changes, right? I mean, you know, you've got a shallow water, top water bike going, and then you get a massive lightning storm the night before your derby and your fish ghost. Yeah. Uh, those types of things happen, right? You know, you've got a hunch that they're going to show up to certain areas for spawn, and, and you're earlier, you're late, right? But I can tell you this, he always pulls an audible. Yeah. He's the audible king. That's all. Awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Going with the yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a trivia question. Uh, uh, hey, and, hold and, on. And, 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 hey, yeah. So if you go do ahead. have one, why don't you just go ahead there and slide the answer over to us? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How do I do that? Text, <laughs> text message. <laughs> Same way I just 
reached out to you electronically. You oh, you, oh, I'll reply to your text message. That's brilliant. I was bang, see on my phone. Bang, I'm bang. watching and looking at the comments, and then I've got my iPad. So, <laughs> all right, I got it. Okay. Um, oh, so yeah. uh, this is gonna this is gonna refer to something that's very topical, but a different category, but really related to what Taku was. Um, well, you'll see. Yeah. All right, I, so I, we're gonna use this for the grand prize. Then. That's right. And I usually okay. often we try to pull something from our guest. Um, and we do have a few things, but it's a little hard in getting exactly all the detail uh, yep. from him tonight. Uh, you know, just I could make it really, really tough. I could make it a two-part question: identify the lure I'm about to show, and who made it popular in the U.S. Go ahead with that. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm going to make this really we need tough. The Let's first. see. Oh, got it. We'll Ooh. see. We'll see who and and uh we'll see who is the real crankbait connoisseur and guys this is for our grand prize the winner the winning answer is going to come across our message board facebook and youtube yep. hundred dollar th marine prize pack you guys got to come over here and sign up get on the uh message board to play along okay i'm going to open a package hundred dollars of th stuff. i'm not going to try to hide the uh the dealio oh man that's nice yeah I, you know, crazy question. Am I eligible? <laughs> yes. Hey, good, great. Yeah, yeah. You get, if in 15 minutes nobody gets it, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. This is a crankbait. Is is now the time? You want it now, yeah, right? Let's see it. Hit it. All right, guys. I'm going to show you a crankbait, and you have to identify this crankbait. Oh yeah. And you have to tell me the brand, the name of the crankbait, and who made it popular in the U.S. Ooh. All right. I got a story about this, but we, I, we ain't getting into it until we get to the answer. Oh, I know you got a story. Yeah. it's You know a guy. Yeah. I know somebody who fished with, the, um, with, this, uh, with that angler, fished with, as a co. And mm hmm he was calling it a different, a different bait, different crank bait. Okay. Now I get it. Now I see. Yep. Yeah. Well, it yep. wasn't what he was saying. Ooh, man. Yeah. We okay. had one come in already. That's really, really close. Hot. Really close, but not quite. Do you, do you need me to hold it up again, guys? Like you want a yeah. front profile of it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So there's the bill. If that helps anybody, I can't show the. Top oh, we got a winner. Oh no, we don't have a winner yet. Oh, we got the right uh -oh. bait, but I need to see who made it popular, too, from the same guy. Right. Right. I see you, Tim. Ooh. Who's all mm -hmm. over this? Oh, yeah, man. I thought it would be, you know, I thought it would be a good one because, obviously, uh, you guys, you know, you see. Uh, ah, Tim, you, he's close, but who made it popular? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, a buddy of mine fished with him. He was saying he was throwing the uh, Norman crappie crank. Mm. Maybe he was back then. He could have been. Could have been. But this mm -hmm. is, that's a better version of it for sure. Mm -hmm. No question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. yeah, man. So, guys, we need what the name of the crankbait is and who made it popular in the United States. Yeah, who, who is this legend? Yeah, who's and uh, angler? I'll, I'll throw in a Dr. Frankenstein 
sticker from the Bass Lab for oh. the person who answers the whole thing. <laughs> Did anybody answer it? Ooh, not yet. We don't have the name yet. I, I saw the correct. I saw the correct bait come up, but I need. Yeah. I need the bait and the name in the same pack. of the angler. Hey, yeah. Talk, talk about the places that he uh, made it famous throwing it. Man, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Was the Potomac on that? It might have been. It might, well, I can tell you this. It scores big there. <laughs> so if he wasn't throwing it. Yeah, man. Uh, let, me, like, let me text uh, my buddy. Hold on. It's like a it's like a post-spawn. What's up, Simon? Um, oh. I think I just saw it. On Bashu? No, I see it on YouTube. Oh, okay. I, I got to get it from Bashu. I got to get it from the Bashu board for this one. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay, guys, it's got to be on the bat you. So if you answered on YouTube, you better hurry your ass over. <laughs> yeah, get signed Sign up. It. Don't wait anymore. Oh, we got a winner. There it is. We got a winner on the Bash University message board, Mike P. And that is the Nori's Worm and Crank Shot. And it was made popular by none other than the legend himself, Rick Clon, Rick Clon, congratulations, Mike P. Well done, well played, well played. Mike P. Where's Mike P. From? I don't know. Right. If it's Mike Powers, he's from Maryland. Oh, uh, could be. I don't know if it's the Mike Powers or Mike P. I'm thinking of. The Austin Powers. I was just talking to him earlier, man. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, all you river rats out there, man, get yourself one of those. Yeah, we got one of those. We're gonna max this thing out. Potomac, yep. Mm -hmm. So John, so my buddy, our buddy John McGraw fished and as a code and drew Rick Clun on both the Potomac and Old Hickory. That's so crazy. How about that? That's just nuts, man. That's a fish catching machine. See the size hooks on that thing, man? It's like size yeah. freaking three. They got little gaff hooks on that thing, man. Feet. Mm. It truly does, man. Truly does. It's a fish catcher, man. That's a whole nother category of crankbait, man, that's completely ignored, in my opinion, is finesse crankbaits. John says yeah. he threw it on both places. Yeah. Now, if Rick Clum threw it, he's saying something. He's looking yeah, for yeah. a bite. And big fish eat small crankbaits. That's a, that's a fact. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. pre Think about a shad wrap. Number I, five, number six. Yeah, I got. Man. I, I caught a couple of fives with Travis and Derb on the Chesapeake on a one zero. Yep. There it is, bud. From the right? back of the boat, putting up with his crap. I know you know. I, mean, I know you know, man. It's so crazy, right? Catch him. Yeah. Mm. Are you asking why he cast the spin rod with two hands? I have. That's just how he grew up doing it. And that's what it is. I've seen somebody else do that, too. I can't remember who it was. Somebody else did that. It's... The last guy I saw do it was a guy from Massachusetts on a pier, and he reeled upside down as well. <laughs> <laughs> no Trav. Oh, that mess hole. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trav, Travis, Trav goes like this. He grabs it. He's like, like yeah. throws it or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how he even does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh, all right oh my what else we got got a facebook like and share oh we do yeah we do uh, nice ready to announce it? And, and one more uh, 
We did both Gil's cards. Oh, did we? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yep. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yep. yeah, go ahead and hit that. Yeah, so we got a Facebook like and share going out tonight, guys. That's a, uh, a Flambo box. It's got uh, some Z-Man products in there, some Rapala, Missile, a couple Spro Frogs. Um, and that's going to go out to Todd Brackett. Congratulations, Todd Brackett. From Farmington, Missouri, you won yourself the Bash University like and share. All right. So, Guys, if you, if you like the BTC and Riz takeover and, uh, you know, Send send an email into the Bass University. Tell them never ever ever to screw me out of iCast ever again, and um, <laughs> and and let them know your thoughts on the on the on the takeover here. You know. Yeah, the takeover also includes a free membership for four years tonight. Just only tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but please definitely send them emails. Flood them with emails about this. That's uh, right, travesty. I'm sending mine is. Hey, <laughs> when, when somebody said okay. Pete said you're fired, and somebody goes retorted back, more like Pete's fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh you know just things didn't work out with scheduling pizza and I got oneida you. and our camera guys moving and uh this that and the third man i wish uh i wish uh takuito was still on man because uh speaking of garage craft i, I want to show one japanese bait that oh, was yeah. made by the company called garage craft go ahead dude. Do it. it's all you dude you? it's on. a micro football chatterbait oh which there. caught the big fish of the trip last fall when travis me and will were together and it was a last minute catch i was trying to really figure out okay i lost a giant on ontario with travis like couldn't handle the fish saw it never landed it so uh that was like at at the moment i was pretty much hypothermic because yeah. i i soaked to the core so we're up with will st lawrence river and, you know, I'm hopping it, I'm pulsing it. And he goes, man, stop it. He goes, just drag it. So literally within like three minutes of dragging it, dude, I catch one like over six. Oh. I put like, here's the, here's the full axis, another color. Um, you see the little trailer I've got on it? Yeah. Dude, that thing just is like a bite-sized snack. It's got a really small hook. I wish the hook was a little bit beefier. Yeah. But football head, micro chatterbait. Who, who makes that? Who, huh? Buy let's buy garage crap yeah yeah that's a tungsten anyway. head isn't it? it 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 is not it's not it is really? not a tungsten head no it's lead huh. it's lead but uh i'd like to see a tungsten version man yeah nope. there's some pretty cool tungsten versions of smaller micro chatter baits. so so how heavy is it um well it's in grams so if anybody can do the conversion <laughs> i always have to look like when i'm buying japanese tackle seven's a quarter them, right and 13's close to a half. And yeah, so this is this is this like, is nine grams to make yeah, it even. It's five sixteen. Five sixteen. There you go. That's right. So nice, man. That's carpenter stuff right there, bro. That's, That's why they call you BTC, man. It's close enough. Brian Carpenter. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Sweet. So anyway, nine grams. There's a garage craft bait, man. Yeah. See the cool. I would love to ask him what what his favorite Nori's baits are. You know what I mean? Because I'm a Nori. Norio Tanabe, voice of the water. I love um, Nori's man. Yeah, yeah, they make. He makes them. Yep. He does. You know, he does. Oh yeah. We know right, a chatterbait so, that we like. Yep. Oh yeah. So when you can't get his baits here, is it really copying when when an American company makes it? When you can't I would think get so. certain baits in this country from over there. It's interesting, right? Because international patents. If you don't have one and they're expensive, you're not protected. So they can make them in Japan, 
exactly like they're made here and it's not a copy and perhaps vice versa. So patents, there are many levels, I suppose, right? Um, you know, you got to have patents there in every country, international. Right. And that's hard, man. That's really hard to get a patent, I guess, internationally. I don't know. Yeah. How many are in fishing? One chatterbait? There you go. Right. Ain't many. Yeah. But I mean, what's interesting is, you know, there's some, there's some JDM chatterbaits that are still being sold. I don't know that they're still being made, but the blade connects to the head and they're not Z-Man and they're not evergreen. Huh. Yeah. They're not, they're not connected by a swivel at all. So I don't know if, uh, if they rung them up or they couldn't ring them up. They just can't sell or them here. Or they do ring them up and now it's just a bunch of different old stuff circulating. They just can't sell them here. Yeah, right, right, exactly. They sell them in Japan, people buy them and bring them over. Or you got to know a guy. <laughs> I think I know I yeah. know a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> I, I know some people, but yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Anything right else? on. Anything on the message board? Epic E? You want to rock out to a song? You want to sing? Do it, take, man. Take Do it, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it, man. Heck yeah. I'm uh, just going to check. Are you checking YouTube, eh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me look. What do you want? I, I like the people over there, man. They always have good stuff. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah. yeah. So somebody asked about the aftermarket chatterbait blades. Uh, I think they're called Queen Stackle. I have a few. Haven't really fished them hard in tournaments yet. The connector looks a little bit light to me. That's for uh, you, Anthony Geis. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, so what else? Uh, so next Tuesday, Pete's, uh, we're going to do another Bass U next Tuesday. Yep. Pete's going to be on Oneida. Uh, from the Opens. Yeah, maybe we'll get Brian Schmidt on if we drag him off Schmitty. the water early. That would be... Uh, How about that, man? Yeah. Greg DePalma's going to be up there. Ike's going to be up there. He'll stay far mm. away. From hey, us. have you tried his jig? His swim jig, Schmitty? No. The little Schmitty? Yeah. No, I haven't. But just the uh, the missile jig coming out today made me think about it. And I was actually looking mm. at it on, on Tackle Warehouse. It It's really – it's, like, really in line. Super, yeah. super in line. More than I, anything – any other swim jig I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You there's... remember a jig going back 20-something years from Bomber that – had a cone head that you fed the line through the through the head and tied it to the shaft of the hook. Oh my god! A split I ring on the shaft of the hook. I remember that jig. What was it called? I I know it and I can't think of it at the moment. But I mean that was way early version of a swim jig. It truly was, wasn't it? Yeah, the bomber. Um, I think it was a bomber. And Nichols right? had like a bamboo jig that that was like super conical, straight straight inline hook, kind of wild. Yeah. But had a hole right through the head. You you yeah, the line that. through that, tie tie through the bait, pass the skirt, tie a split ring, feed the split ring onto the hook shaft, and you add a mm. weedless you have no Yeah, you got a weedless articulating jig. Yeah. I think it was a bomber. Crazy. God, I can't think of it. Anyhow, um and I don't remember what else I was gonna say. Rich? <laughs> Something? Mm. Um yeah, so pass you next Tuesday, and uh, and then Ike Live uh, next Ike Live on the schedule right now, because Mike's been away the entire month is August first. It's a Sunday night, and it's gonna be a big one, folks. We've got Ooh. we've got three monster guests 
probably two of them in studio here. Talk about wow. Lindsay and Summerall in studio here, carrying on, getting crazy. Maybe Seth Fighter mm. on the Zoom Zoom. So uh, it's going to be a party. We're going to get wild. Dude, AOY Fighter, man. How about you, yeah. man? Awesome. Yeah. Texas Fest, Live and Say. Oh, my that. God. Boy, I got one Travis can go down the rabbit hole with on that. Did you hear? It? All right. So was it day three or four? Day three. Day th- day three when uh, Chris Grow weighed in? Yeah. I think it was three. And he talked about Pedro, you know, with his magic rocks and burning incense and stuff at home. Uh-huh. Travis going to – yeah, and then he wins AOI. Tell me what that was about. Oh, that's crazy, man. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. He would go down a rabbit hole oh. on that one, man. Oh, yeah. Good folks. Big time. <laughs> so good. Wait, wait till good I, stuff, I got man. I got that clip. I'm gonna send them. Get them all. <laughs> you gotta do that, man. <laughs> what song you got queued up, man? For the oh, outro? we're not allowed to do music anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Ended, yeah, the lawyers got a hold of that five years ago. Before, so I before, the, play before the fishing industry got into podcasts, the lawyers got into it. Yeah. And shut down music. <laughs> Dang, man. Yeah, we used to play a lot of music. You did, man. It was good, man. The old days in the yeah, old studio, the man. Wild West. Yep. Oh, it truly know. was, man. Okay. Those shows rocked. Taku's ramen noodle flavored shrimp uh, scent. Uh, ramen noodles are now sold out at every grocery store in the tri- tri-state area. Yep. What? <laughs> With the shrimp ramen noodle <laughs> scent. Wait a minute. So is that what he uses? That's yeah. It. Ramen noodle. Stop packets. it. He takes the packets and soaks it in. He soaks it in a mixture of olive oil and yeah, and, and Vas- oil. Vaseline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, Come on, and then man. you got to heat it up. You got to heat it up on the stove for like thirty-five seconds. And once it gets to a boil, That's you take it. it off, drop ice in it, and then you got leave you, your you baits in it for three months. Yep. Yeah. That's so crazy, man. <laughs> hey, um, Kuda, my friend Kuda. It was called the Bomber Slick Jig. It's the Slick Jig. The That's slick exactly jig. right. Thank you, Kuda. Thank you, Kuda. Yeah, man. You got some studs on this stream, man. Tim Is that Mayer, Kuda? Kuda, man. Get his, Kuda, get his information. Kuda, St. Crest, man. Kuda, you just won a, um, uh, a pack of Eric's <laughs> stickers. There it is. The Bomber <laughs> Slick Jig. Totally weedless. Well, okay, Line through hey, head Kuda, design. This, this is what you won, man. Well, I got to show the prize pack. Kuda, I'm sending you the River Rat. Rise and Glide, baby. Oh, nice. How about it? Dr. Krankenstein. Damn, look at the Bass Lab upside down. What the hell? I can't even do my own shit right. <laughs> hey, where can people get these, man? They can go They can go on my Instaman, on my uh, big cartel on Epic Eric's Bass Lab. Yeah, okay. just click the link. All yeah. Right. I got to go in there tonight and buy every one of them. I need them for the Come on, man. Studio. I'll send you a pack, bro. I got you, man. All right. Let's, uh, let's ride out, folks. Ride it out, man. Ride it out. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks for BTC coming on, Rizzo. Yeah, Everybody Appreciate out there it. in uh, Bass U land, man, you guys rock, man. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Indeed they do. Play the second commercial. Oh, thanks, Rich. Yeah. Good reminder. Got to pay the bills. Uh, we do. <laughs> so. Good work, bro. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for hanging out tonight. And uh, congrats to Taku. That was an absolutely amazing, inspiring win. I'm so glad that guy pulled that out. And, man, he's, he's awesome. He's a superstar. Incredible. Yeah. Very entertaining. And that's what it's about. Very much so. Hi, man. Go buy stickers. And uh, (laughs) see you guys next week. BTC, Riz, much love, man. man. Tight lines, brothers.
Moment on the water not spent fishing is a moment wasted. That's why Minkota and Humminbird have joined forces to bring you the One Boat Network. Products that communicate and integrate to help you take full command of your boat. Born from our commitment to making the most advanced fishing gear even better by making it work together, the One Boat Network will help you find, get to, stay on, and catch more fish. When One Boat Network products talk to each other, they can navigate your boat automatically. They can give you a crystal clear view of what's below with no messy wires. And they can let you lower, raise, and change shallow water anchor modes from anywhere on the boat. But that's just the beginning. We're never done innovating, integrating, and making your boat simpler and easier to control. All so you can make every second on the water count. Tackle Warehouse is proud to sponsor the FLW Pro Circuit and is the official tackle retailer of FLW. Providing proven bass fishing gear as well as the newest and hottest tackle. Our friendly and knowledgeable customer service staff can help you every step of the way. And we offer free ground shipping on orders over $50. Tackle Warehouse. Everything for the bass angler at the lowest prices. Guaranteed. I have to be constantly on the lookout for new techniques to stay on the top of my game. Giant. Some have been more Giant. successful oh God, than others. Giant. The finesse fingernail. Happens every time. The chain gang. Ah, broke it off. The crow's nest. Never let go. And don't even get me started on tackle management, especially trying to stop rust and corrosion. Peanut butter. Hmm, I could. Motor oil. Gotta keep the rust off all these baits. WD-40. Gotta keep the rust off. Silica, toothpicks, Q-tips, the list goes on and on. I'm hard on tackle, I fish fast, I need my tackle organized and protected. I can't be worrying about losing baits to rust. And when it comes to tackle management, there's only one solution. Flambo Tackle Storage Systems with Z-Rust Technology. The original anti-rust tackle box. Uncompromised clarity. Renowned durability. The infused anti-rust option that is FDA safe and free of harmful chemicals. The organization options are endless, but there's only one. One box, one anti-corrosion technology, one family-owned American-made brand, Flambo. Z-Rust Tackle Solutions. Preserve, perform, repeat.